guys, it's Paul from Good Times and Bad Movies here. Before we start the episode, we just want to let you know, if you like what you hear, give us a follow on our YouTube channel or Instagram page at Good Times Bad Movies Podcast. We're always posting little clips and extra things that don't always make it into the episode. You can also download the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, Paul from Good Times Bad Movies here. Um, you're probably wondering, hey, why isn't the episode started here? And uh, good reason for that. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, life happened. It's the best way to put that, I think. And uh, just some circumstances kind of beyond him and my control. Um, you know, we're, we just kind of got delayed putting the bells and whistles on everything. So normally, you know, the episode comes out the first of the month here. So next week, it's the 13th of July. We'll have our episode coming back out and we'll be back on schedule after that. But, uh, you know, in the meantime, we thought, you know, we don't want to leave you guys hanging for a whole week just with nothing, right? That, that's, that sucks. So Tim and I did some digging here in the archives, and uh, we pulled out sort of an old segment from episode 17 um, when Tim and I sat down and watched the Australian cinema classic Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. You know, I, when, when I was watching the movie, I, I was doing some research for it. And along the way, I found some weird and crazy stuff to, to people that, you know, had been in the movies before and or worked on the movies and didn't really want to bomb Tim out because some of it's kind of dark um, and crazy too as well. So I left it till the end. I sat Tim down. And I showed him what I call the dark side of the Power Rangers. So that's what we got for you today. Check it out. Come back next week. We'll have a brand new episode. Our apologies again. And then uh, hope you guys are having a fun summer here too. I mean, Tim and I, were so busy here uh, getting a ton of stuff going here. And some really fun, cool projects as well on the way. And man, I can't wait to show you guys. Anyways, that's it for now. We'll see you in a week. So when we decided that we were going to watch the Power Rangers here, um, I was doing some research on some stuff and on some some rumors that I had heard about before. And I kind of mentioned to you it in passing and you had thought that you had heard about the same um, stories as, as me. And it turns out that we didn't. And so it sent me off on a little path of exploration here. And the more I did some investigation, the more I was like, there's been a couple people over the years that some some really dark stuff has happened to or they've done some dark stuff too. So... I kind of want to, I didn't want to talk about it at the start of the movie because I feel like it would kind of put a damper on how fun it was. <laughs> so this is sort of what I would call the dark side of the Power Rangers. Let's morph down. We're not getting sticky anymore. <laughs> okay. So you did mention this one. I remember this. There was this one, this one gentleman. His name was Ricardo Medina Jr. So this guy was in the Power Rangers is called Wild Force. And I think he was, uh, he played this guy named Cole Evans and he was the red Wild Force Ranger. And this was in 2002. Unfortunately, on January 1st, 2015, Medina was arrested after he allegedly stabbed his 38 year old roommate, Joshua Sutter on January 31st. He had been stabbed with it in the abdomen with a quote, Conan the Barbarian sword at his home in Green Valley. And this was in uh, Palmdale, California. Jeez. Yeah, they called the ambulance. And this guy, uh, he died along the way, unfortunately. So originally this guy was held on a million dollars bail and no charges were filed against him um, from the district attorney. And on further investigation, he was released uh, later on. Basically, this guy claimed that he stabbed this man in self-defense when this guy tried to open the door and attack him because they had an argument about Medina's girlfriend being at their apartment. On March 16, 2017, he pled guilty to one felony count of voluntary manslaughter. And on March 30, 2017, he was sentenced to a maximum of six years in prison. And of as of November 2020, he's been released from prison. So I mean, like you, you watch the show and you're like, damn, this guy, like this dude killed somebody. That was the first thing that you mentioned. The next thing was Trini, the Yellow Ranger. 
The one from the TV show. Yes. She was in a car accident in 2001, unfortunately. And uh, she actually, she died. So she was driving in a car and the car, the driver of the car lost control, went into a ditch, hit a rock wall, it sounds like, flipped over a guardrail, flipped over a hill and landed on another rock. And one lady was shot out of the car and she's like paralyzed from the waist down. Another lady was was killed. And unfortunately, um, what happened with with uh, with Trini was she suffered internal injuries after a paramedic inserted a tracheal tube into her throat and blood began gushing out due to internal bleeding. And a helicopter arrived to take her to the hospital, but she died along the way. And so this is the other crazy part about this too is her co-star, uh, Jason David Frank, who's Tommy in the movie and the TV show, he couldn't be at the funeral because his older brother had died around the same time too. So here's another one. I guess while we're on the subject of of the original Rangers, so Amy Jo Johnson, that was Kimberly who played the Pink Ranger. She alleged that her and the others were only paid $600 a week for their work on the show, which included stunt work and public appearances. None of the, none of the cast received any royalty payments from reruns of the episode they appeared in. And as a non-union show, there was a lot of physical danger on the set, she alleges. And she said that uh, while filming Power Rangers, the movie, this one we watched here, she was almost set on fire during a stunt. And during Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, she was almost electrocuted. Holy. So she nearly escaped death twice, it sounds like. There's also another guy. Uh, and this man's name is apparently Skylar DeLeon or Delian. I don't really know how they pronounce his name. He was born John Jacobson, which to me already sounds like a fake name, but apparently it's not. So this guy claimed that he was a child actor and he appeared in commercials. And also apparently he says at the age of 14 that he was in an episode of Power Rangers as an uncredited extra in this episode called Second Chance. So this is where, this is maybe he's tangentially related to it because I think that people have looked it up and they haven't found the name John Jacobson in there at all credited or I don't think even they've seen Skylar DeLeon. Basically what happened was there was a, a man named Thomas Hawks and he was a retired probation officer and a bodybuilder. And him and his second wife, Jackie, they owned a 55 foot yacht. Okay. And um, in 2004, they decided to sell their yacht and set up a home in Newport Harbor to be closer to their grandchild. They put out an advertisement and in the advertisement, um, this guy, Skylar answered it. And the couple was initially cautious of this guy, but they became more receptive of him because he brought his then pregnant wife. This guy brought a pregnant wife with him, right? Over to, to meet these people and schmooze them and whatever. So what happens is apparently after this meeting with them, the bodies of Thomas Hawks and his wife, Jackie, were never found again. Whoa. So they were just disappeared. And what they allege is that this guy, and he had a couple friends, they hired some friends. They tied these people up to the boat anchor of this yacht and threw them overboard, okay. then transferred Whoa. the papers into their names and and used and sold it for money. I've heard of uh, similar stories, actually like very, very close to that on like sword and scale and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, that's, um, that's Dellen Millar. Like that's almost a Dellen Millar kind of case, you know, except that was the guy who had the incinerator and he was, he, he murdered Tim Bosma. That's the guy he. He answered a, a, a Kijiji ad and yeah. There was another guy that, that uh, killed three women as well. Yeah, it's awful. It just, yeah, that's, it reminded me of the Del Millar thing too. So that, that's a creepy one. So, and so I found that one too. And then or, this is the one that originally um, was, that brought, was brought to my attention. My brother told me about this because he watches Power Rangers all the time with his, with his younger daughter. And he initially brought this story to my attention. And it was so, to me, this was so wild and so crazy. I couldn't believe this. I had to look this up and I found an interview with this guy too. And he, this is what he all alleges. So I'm curious about this. So in the movie here, Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, 
The Blue Ranger, Billy Cranston, is David Yost. He's OG cast member from 1993. So basically, what happens is, I'll give you a little background here. After this movie, the fourth season they go into, um, Power Rangers Zeo starts. And so David Yost, who is Billy Cranston, the Blue Ranger, he, he was stayed on as Billy in the show and a bunch of them left the show and whatever. But his role in it changed. He became like a technical, technical advisor to the other Rangers, okay? And then what happened was at, toward the end of that season, he actually left. And his final episode, they sort of did like a chef thing in South Park where they just put a bunch of like footage together that they had and, and they had someone like kind of overdub his voice for some lines. And he just, he left his, he, he left, right? And so he wasn't on the show anymore. And so people were like, people were, were questioning what happened, whatever, right? And he always used to say it was just, uh, I think it was a, the, the studio said it was because of money and he said it was just an internal conflict kind of thing and wasn't really ever candid about what happened. And then there was a 2010 interview where he sat down with somebody. And so this is where this, this gets pretty dark too. This, this really, this really bummed me out because I didn't want to, I wanted to bring this up because I thought this was crazy. I didn't want to bring it up the start because I feel like this is going to ruin Power Rangers a little bit. So <laughs> while it was originally believed that he had left the series due to insufficient pay, Yoss later revealed in a 2010 interview that he had left because he could no longer handle the harassment by members of the production crew who targeted him over his sexual orientation. So according to him, he said he was apparently on set often called the F word, the, homo- the homophobic slur that starts with F wow. by the producers. And they frequently questioned him and, and other cast members about his sexuality. They would bring him in. This is what he alleges, that they would bring him into the, the room and, and ask about this guy. And he left after he, he was apparently contemplating suicide at this point too and they were they were they were going to shoot another movie and he just he said i'm not doing this i'm out i quit the show and he actually he actually went to a a psychiatrist for a bit um and and went and went and did conversion therapy for two years and had a nervous breakdown and then he was hospitalized for five years and then he moved to mexico and that's like like that conversion therapy is is like so like just proven to make people want to kill themselves. It, it doesn't sound like the, anyone was in this man's corner. And I feel really bad for him on this. It's just, I, it's just, and it's so weird that this would happen in Hollywood too, you know, cause you're like, it's, it's, this is the place where you think this would, this, he would be accepted the most, but I don't really know what it's like in 1993 or, or, or even what this environment was, but like, Eventually. Uh, I'm pretty sure even like b- b- behind the scenes, Hollywood's a really, really weird place, obviously. Right. Like, I mean, it th- th- that doesn't really surprise me. That stuff is very much swept under the rug as efficiently as possible. Right. I mean, look at Harvey Weinstein and everything that he did for how long he did. It certainly doesn't surprise me that there would be a lot of bigotry going on. That's really sad, though. I'm glad th- I'm glad he's he's still alive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. So he's he's OK now. And he. Which is good. He he eventually like he's. It sounds like he's in a, definitely in a, in a better place now. It sounds like and, and good for him too. Like it sounds like he went through a lot of crap that they put him through, and it's it's really disappointing to hear that that went on. Like anywhere really, especially you're like especially as a kid, you're like I love Power Rangers. This is awesome, and this garbage is going on in the background. And it's like you really you really feel bad for this guy that they would just beat him down mentally to a point like that where you're actually in such a, a dark place, you know. Like so so yeah that. Uh, same sense of Power Rangers may not be such a great, uh... right? Yeah. How about no, no Power Rangers, not go, go Power Rangers? Like, yeah, yeah. That's 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 really terrible stuff. That really sucked, and and just it was weird noticing that there was so many of these people that crazy stuff happened. And there's still more stories that I uncovered too. That I was like this other person, some other guy, um, like murdered his wife and and killed himself and some other stuff. And Ooh, 
They've got, they've got like the rascal, the, the little rascals curse. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know what's going on there at uh, Power Rangers, but it's it's sounds really unfortunate. But yeah, I just want to leave that to the end because I don't want to start bumming people out with that. But like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's best that you didn't leave them. Glad that we did end it before that. Yeah, that's that's some very dark stuff. That's what I found. Um, and I really, yeah. So I don't, there's no good way to end that at all. Never know what you're going to find if you go digging. No. And sometimes you're like, maybe I should just stop. But, you know, I don't know. This, this was when my brother first told me that I was like, so my jaw dropped. I was like, there's, are you, are you for, yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to, yeah, I'm glad you waited until, waited until the end. Cause I, I'm glad I wouldn't want to think about all that and then go into, all right, let's go, go Power Rangers. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, this is great. I want to watch this movie. <laughs> But it's, I mean, all the Rangers, it doesn't sound like it's their fault. It's, it sounds like there's some really horrible people behind the scenes, unfortunately. So I guess that's, again, there's no good place to leave that one. So just going to have to leave that one there. Yeah. Take care of yourself, folks. Yeah. That's the dark side of the Rangers. Hug your loved ones, folks. <laughs>